What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. We are going to be talking about the newest Twitter file drops, and it's basically kind of entitled The Fauci Files. This little motherfucker, when you guys hear about all this shit, I mean, I'm sure like most of you already have a fucking idea of how the U.S. government backed all of his lies, so a lot of this won't be a surprise to most of you, but... It's still important to get this shit out in the open and try to expose these twats for the twats they are. Before we get to the little short troll man, we are going to talk about attorney Tom Rents, who is suing Echo Health Alliance. So this attorney filed a suit back in October of 2022 with the Supreme Court of New York. He is also suing Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick. And Renz is kind of alleging that the defendants were responsible for injury and or death of plaintiffs due to their creation and subsequent release of the SARS-CoV-2 from the Wuhan laboratory in China. According to the World Health Organization, this virus has killed over 6.5 million people globally. Now, this is an actual fucking real lawsuit, so they can't comment a lot about the case right now, but within the complaint, they discuss the creation of the disease and the injuries it created in the global population. They then talk about the legal mechanisms by which the case is based on. And you know what? Side note, guys, there is not much information on the internet about this lawsuit, Mainstream media, of course, is in fucking Cricketsville. They're not talking about it. So apparently, Tom Renz has been working on this case for months. Renz has testimony from Dr. Andrew Huff, who has a PhD in environmental epidemiology. And he just happens to be a whistleblower that just kind of brought to the surface everything us crazy conspiracy theorists have been saying for a couple of years. Andrew... Andrew actually worked for F- Why can't I talk? Andrew worked for Echo Health Alliance and had access to a lot of insider information. Tom Renz is supported by Make Americans Free Again, the Frontline Doctors. So he's getting help from a lot of different organizations to basically, hopefully, get these motherfuckers tried for crimes against humanity. And these disgusting motherfuckers that created COVID, you know, short boy troll fuck Anthony Fauci, members of the Department of Health and Human Services, U.S. intelligence agencies, and so many other people. But, I mean, this is a civil suit. Why the fuck is there no criminal investigation going on into these psychopaths? I'm sure it's never going to happen. A little fucking troll boy is so protected. I actually saw a video today where him and his fucking wife are, you know, they're just walking down the street talking about how they have constant security and no shit. There's a black suburban like following them. There's like some dude who looks like Secret Service walking behind them because Fauci needs to get his comeuppance. And I think they know that they're not safe any longer. I mean, obviously, they have to have fucking 24 hour security. So, they know they fucked up. Every, everyone else seems to be waking up slowly to the fact that Fauci is a straight up evil little troll. But as information regarding this lawsuit comes out, I will keep you guys updated because I know the fucking mainstream media is never going to mention that there's an actual lawsuit now against these fuckers. So yeah, I'll keep you guys all updated on that.
Now we need to get to the Fauci files. So uh, sit back and get ready for this. For months, fucking Elon Musk has been teasing about the Fauci files being released, and they finally were on March 17th. Just when you think we've hit fucking like the absolute peak deceitfulness from our government and big tech, just wait, because they just fucking blew the lid off all of that. I mean, basically, the U.S. government was paying organizations to collude with big tech to censor criticism of the government policies they had. They were actually banning true stories that, quote, may cause vaccine hesitancy, including nearly any story where someone knowingly died from the vaccine. It was scrubbed and people were labeled as spreading misinformation and we're fucking conspiracy theorists and we're fucking plague rats. Doctors all across the country and world were scared into not treating vaccine injured patients or questioning it. Politicians were scared or bribed, probably bribes because they're fucking twats or blackmailed because they're fucking children. Take your pick. So they, they just, the politicians didn't challenge what was going on. So far, they've been wrong about every single pandemic policy, included the heavy-handed attempt at forcing everyone to get as many, quote, vaccines as possible. Yeah, what are we on? Booster number fucking 93 now? Get the fuck out of here. So I'm just going to read a few of these emails that have been put out as of the 17th. So yeah, it's fucking amazing. The first interesting email that I found is from somebody at Twitter. The name is like redacted, so you cannot see who fucking is sending this shit. But it's sent out to Clark Humphrey, Robert Flaherty, who is the Biden administration's director of digital strategy. So basically, somebody at Twitter is saying, thanks, we've recently escalated this. And what they're specifically talking about is a post from Robert Kennedy Jr., And basically, Clark is saying that they would like for Twitter to keep an eye out on posts from Robert Kennedy Jr. and other ones like this. The next email is actually coming from Rob Flaherty, and it is sent to somebody at Facebook. And it reads, since we've been on the phone, the top post about vaccines today is Tucker Carlson saying they don't work. Yesterday was Tommy Loran saying she won't take one. This is exactly why I want to know what, quote, reduction actually looks like. If reduction means pumping our most vaccine-hesitant audience with Tucker Carlson saying it doesn't work, then I'm not really sure it's reduction. So, I mean, that is literally a motherfucker in government getting a hold of these people at private companies and asking them to censor American voices. And not even just American voices, because in these emails, they actually address how to censor foreign language posts, like, you know, the Vietnamese community. How will they censor that or something like that, you know? So they're all over the board with this fucking censorship bullshit. And we basically pay for it because we pay those douches and the government salaries. And it doesn't stop at just social media companies like Facebook or Twitter. They were in contact with Google executives trying to figure out how they can censor vaccine hesitancy or anti-vax videos on YouTube. So they're trying to cover all the bases of the internet. And I don't know if you guys know right now, Google's in a lot of hot fucking water for the way they have censored posts and fucked up the algorithms. 
So I, I don't know. I don't know if anything will actually come of it, but these dumb motherfuckers were basically forced to admit what they'd been doing for the last few years. I know a lot of us crazy conspiracy theorists were saying this since 2020 and people thought we were fucking lunatics. Trust me, I know. I know how I sounded back then. Like, yeah, sure, Athena, the vaccine is dangerous. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're being censored. Sure. And I, I get it. Maybe it sounded fucking crazy, but oh, wow. Look at look at what's going on now. Hmm. And no shit. The censorship continues to this day. I saw a post by Dr. Robert Malone on Twitter the other day, and it basically states that he says he's being censored still, that his posts are being throttled to not have as much reach as they should have. So the fuckery is still there. Elon has not solved shit. And yeah, fuck that guy. In these emails, Rob Flaherty makes it extremely clear that these orders are coming from the top. He specifically says, this is a concern that is shared at the highest, and I mean highest, levels of the White House. So we like to continue a good faith dialogue about what is going on under the hood here. I'm the one on the hook for reporting out. And he's just basically talking about how YouTube seems to be funneling people into hesitance and intensifying people's hesitancy. So Biden 100% fucking knew about it or his handlers. You never know. You guys, and there's a shit ton of emails just like this. I mean, they are collaborating daily through email on how to censor dissenting narratives. So yeah, that's what our lovely fucking government, our captured government is doing to the United States citizens. Moving on, we are going to talk about the Virality Project Weekly Briefing. The Virality Project says that they find recycled anti-vaccine narratives and viral content driven by reoccurring actors. So this supposed nonprofit organization gets all these reports together and they send it to like the heads of Twitter or Facebook. They say they are in partnership with six of the nation's leading institutions focused on analysis of mis- and disinformation in the social media landscape. They're partnered with the Stanford Internet Observatory, University of Washington Center for an Informed Public, New York University's Center for Social Media and Politics, and Tandon School of Engineering, Graphica, and the National Conference on Citizenship. All fucking leftist-owned organizations. This fucking project, this virality project, sent a email to Twitter. And it's talking kind of about like the, the Fauci emails that came out in spring of 2020. One of the ones I found very interesting was, quote, the release of Dr. Anthony Fauci's spring 2020 emails via the Freedom of Information Act has been used to exasperate distrust in Fauci and the U.S. public health institution. They go on to say discussion of Fauci's emails also spread in Chinese on Telegram. At least one group with 7.8 thousand members, which mostly discusses right-wing conspiracy claims of Fauci, the CCP, the WHO, and several deep state agencies, have information on how to manipulate viruses and vaccines which they will fully expose the truth about viruses and vaccines. Although much of the focus on Fauci's emails is related to his communication with Chinese officials in the early stages of the pandemic, the information also has a major impact on anti-vaccine networks. 
These networks are keen to foment increased distrust in Fauci's expert guidance and in American public health officials and institutions. Well, motherfuckers, I don't think they need any help fucking sowing distrust because they're goddamn dirty liars. 100% greedy fucking liars. These dirty fucks at the Virility Project even went as far as to describe stories of true vaccine side effects as actionable content, meaning censor it. They wrote true content, which might promote vaccine hesitancy. Viral posts of individuals expressing vaccine hesitancy or stories of true vaccine side effects. This content is clearly not mis or disinformation, but it may be malinformation, exaggerated or misleading. Also included in this bucket are often true posts, which could feel hesitancy. They're literally calling on these stupid big tech motherfuckers to censor the truth. And it's like straight up crickets. Where's the fucking mainstream media covering these investigations and hearings? Nowhere. They're fucking nowhere. So you have to go to like conspiracy sites or fucking my Instagram to see a lot of these hearings. It's fucking ridiculous. And as we all know, the NPCs of the world will never dig further than the fucking evening news to get their information. Now, apparently, back in 2021, the Virility Project worked with the government to launch a pan-industry monitoring plan for COVID-related content. At least six major internet platforms were on board to the same ticketing system, daily sending millions of items for review. The Virility Project review content on a mass scale for Twitter, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Medium, TikTok, and Pinterest. And it knowingly targeted true material, true and legitimate political opinion, while often being factually wrong itself. Now, it may sound like I'm beating a dead horse with this fucking thing because we've been talking about the censorship for so many years at this point, but... It's actual fucking black and white proof of our government violating the First Amendment. Government, academia, and a bunch of big tech and corporations organized quickly behind a secret unified effort to control political messaging, you guys. What the actual fuck? Are we in communist China? It's just, it's fucking crazy and it's infuriating that this has gone on for so long and it was so coordinated And I'm sure the NPCs of the world have no fucking clue about it. Now, moving on a bit, on February 5th, 2021, right after President Brandon took office, Stanford wrote to Twitter to discuss the Virality Project. By the 17th, Twitter agreed to join and got its first weekly report on, quote, anti-vax disinformation which contained numerous true stories. Then on February 22nd, 2021, Stanford welcomed Twitter veterans like Yoel Roth and Brian Clark, instructing them on how to join the group. Now moving up to March 2nd, quote, we are beginning to ramp up our notification process to platforms. In addition to the top seven platforms, the VP, which is Virility Project, soon gained visibility to alternative platforms such as Gab, Parler, Telegram, and Getter total near surveillance of the social media landscape. Through July of 2020, Twitter's internal guidance on COVID-19 required the story to be demonstrably false or contain an assertion of fact to be actioned. But the Virility Project, in partnership with the CDC, pushed different standards. 
So they knowingly censored legitimate posts, legitimate political views, legitimate medical information, all because the Virility Project says that true stories could feel hesitancy or maybe the fucking truth that these things are not safe, they are not effective, and they're fucking killing people on a mass scale. Maybe that uh, is what's fucking fueling hesitancy. In one, uh, this one I kind of found funny because we were called crazy conspiracy theorists, probably the most or one of the most, I guess, for this little conspiracy fact. And it has to do with the vaccine passport narrative. So in one email to Twitter, VP addressed what it called the vaccine passport narrative, saying concerns over such programs have driven a larger anti-vaccine narrative about the loss of rights and freedoms. And then they tried to frame it as a misinformation event, which we all know that's fucking bullshit because that's exactly where we ended up. VP routinely framed real testimonials about side effects as misinformation from, quote, true stories, you guys, from blood clots from AstraZeneca vaccines to a New York Times story about vaccine recipients who contracted the blood disorder thrombocytopenia. And that just means you are lacking platelets in your blood. Fast forward to March of 2021, Twitter personnel were kind of mimicking the VP language, describing, quote, campaigns against vaccine passports, fear of mandatory immunizations, and misuse of official reporting tools as potential violations. They also started to get on that whole, like, Russia-linked account bullshit. Even Twitter saw through those lies. In that same report, the Twitter files identified former Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte and former Italian Democratic Party Secretary Nicola Zingaretti, who has been compared to Bernie Sanders as, quote, highly connective accounts in a Russia-linked network. VP went so far as to warn against people just asking questions, implying it was a tactic commonly used by spreaders of misinformation. It also described a worldwide rally for freedom planned over Telegram as a disinformation event. These motherfuckers went hard and got away with it for years. And because of their lies, because of their censorship, I believe millions of more people went out and got this fucking dangerous ass clot shot than if they would have had access to the full story. So all of these fuckers, all of these big tech assholes, all of these people in the government, Fauci, that's you, I'm looking at you short little troll fucker, all of them are responsible for millions of deaths. They're going to be responsible for many, many more deaths as rare, unheard of cancer suddenly start developing and young people continue to fucking drop dead suddenly. They're completely at fault. All of these people, they conspired to pull the fucking hood over the eyes of the average citizen of the world. And unfortunately, it worked. It's actually still working because there's still dumb motherfuckers going out there. Can I get my 19th booster, please? One of like the most laughably ridiculous emails was when VP wrote in an email to Twitter about misinformation it spoke of wanting to hone in on increasingly popular narrative about natural immunity. I'm like, I, I, when that whole thing went down, I was just like, are you serious? You guys aren't recognizing natural immunity from prior infection? I can't believe that right there didn't set off alarm bells in like 90% of the NPCs. Natural immunity has been a concept that science and supposedly medical doctors 
have understood for a fucking hundred years or more. Shit, more, definitely more. But apparently, I don't know, people can't fucking think for themselves most of the time. So they're like, yeah, natural immunity is fake. Give me a fucking cloth mask so I can do nothing but breathe in hot ass air. Now, moving forward to April 2021, the Virality Project mistakenly described breakthrough infections as, quote, extremely rare events. That should not be inferred to mean vaccines are ineffective. That's exactly what that shit means. So later on, when the CDC changes methodology for counting COVID-19 cases among vaccinated people, they changed it to only counting those resulting in hospitalization or death. VP complained that anti-vaccine accounts like RFK Jr. and even Dr. Joseph Mercola, who is fucking brilliant, retweeted the story to suggest hypocrisy. Fast forward a few months. VP finally admits breakthrough cases are happening and they're of serious concern. Now, in some fucking ridiculous, ironic fucking clown world shit, the VP ran searches for the term surveillance state as an unaccountable state-partnered bureaucracy secretly searched it out. The idea that vaccines are part of a surveillance state won its own thought crime bucket conspiracy. A year later, on April 26, 2022, VP issued a report calling for, quote, rumor control mechanism to address nationally trending narratives and a misinformation and disinformation center of excellence to be housed within the CISA and at the Department of Homeland Security, the fucking Ministry of Truth. Sound familiar, guys? The next day, on the 27th, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced in a House Appropriations Subcommittee hearing that a, quote, disinformation governance board had been created to be headed by fucking Nina Janakowicz, some stupid bitch that has no fucking resume. In its final report, VP claimed it was misinformation to suggest the vaccine does not prevent transmission or that governments are planning to introduce vaccine passports. Now, as we all know, both fucking things are true. The Virility Project was specifically not based on assertions of fact, but public submission to authority, acceptance of narrative, and pronouncements by figures like fucking Fauci. The project's central animating concept was, you can't handle the truth. Now, one of its four core partners, Pentagon-funded Graphica, explained in a report about Fauci. That's F-A-U-X-I, Fauci. <laughs> Clever. Now, because the public cannot be trusted to make judgments on its own, it must be shielded from truths that might undermine its faith in authority. Dude, PSYOP 19. Fucking bullshit. The report goes on to say, quote, this continual process of seeding doubt and uncertainty in authoritative voices, Graphica wrote in a report sent to Twitter, quote, leads to a society that finds it too challenging to identify what's true or false. Get the fuck out of here. For this reason, the CDC-partnered project focused on often disinformation events involving Fauci, saying the release of Fauci's email foments distrust and deriding assertions he misled the public. That's absolutely 100% what he did multiple times. A Cleveland Clinic study showed previous infection offered the same immunity as the vaccine, but a VP said discovery was subservient to narrative. Whether or not scientific consensus is changing, natural immunity is a key narrative. 
among anti-vaccine activists. No, you dumb motherfuckers. Natural immunity is associated with people with a damn brain that can critically think and be like, oh shit, yeah, this isn't a conspiracy theory. We've known this for hundreds of years. The VP communications mirror those produced in a recent court case, Louisiana versus Biden, which showed Facebook admitting to the World Health Organization that it too was censoring true content. From the start, Stanford explained the Virality Project would essentially continue the work of its 2020 Election Integrity Partnership. The same JIRA system from the EIP is up and running, they wrote. In the last Twitter file thread, basically they posted a video of EIP director Alex Stamos describing that project as Stanford trying to, quote, fill the gap of things the government couldn't do legally. It's like, motherfuckers, the government is funding it. Just fucking outsourcing their censorship. They also showed a video in which Stamos introduced EIP research director Rene DiRista as having worked for the CIA. DiRista in 2021 through 2022 would be listed as a Stanford scholar. VP has admitted it partnered with several government agencies, including the Office of the Surgeon General and the CDC. It reportedly also worked with the DHS. CISA, which is Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, among others. It's, it's fucking ridiculous, but this shit goes on and on. The proof is fucking there, and it's been there for a hot minute, and I guarantee you this shit is not going to lead anywhere. These fools basically know they're untouchable, and they can literally do what they want. It's infuriating on another level. So now it's change of subject time. The last few days, my Instagram account has been hit with hella violations, and they all kind of like have to do with me posting stories about pedophiles being arrested, and they say I'm inciting violence. I'm like, motherfucker, these are screenshots from news articles about pedophiles being arrested, but yeah, I'm inciting violence. Get fucked, Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. They're straight up like protecting pedophile shit. So... Since I was like kind of on that kick, I like keep reposting this shit to Instagram. I'll probably be banned by tomorrow. I actually found a very interesting article by the Los Angeles Times back on August 11th, 1987. I've talked about this case a long time ago, and it is the child care center at the Presidio Army Base that was located in San Francisco. Now, apparently, at least four children contracted chlamydia you know, the fucking STD. And Presidio spokesman Bob Mahoney said another child initially tested positive for exposure to the AIDS virus, but a more reliable test showed no infection. So who fucking knows? Supposedly, the whole case was extensively investigated regarding child molestation at the Presidio Child Care Center. FBI spokesman John Halford gave an interview to the Los Angeles Times, and this is kind of what I'm going to summarize for you guys. Holford said, The agents are still conducting interviews and collecting evidence. Because of the long period of time in which this case concerns itself, we simply don't know how many children are involved. And that was a quote from Colonel Joseph Rafferty, commander of the base which overlooks the Golden Gate. Mahoney said the FBI's questioned more than 60 children who attended the daycare center between June 1985 and November 1986. 
Parents say they've been told by base authorities that at least 37 suspected victims have been identified. Mahoney maintained that the child care center is a safe place to be. Like, oh yeah, kids are fucking getting chlamydia and possibly AIDS, but it's hella safe. Go send your kids there. Don't worry about it. Now, apparently about 6,000 military personnel and civilians worked at the base during this time. Attendance at the care center has dropped to about 150 kids after the news of this fucking shit going down broke. Now, obviously that's some fucking concerned parents saying, hey, I don't want my fucking child to be raped by perverts with chlamydia. So let's get them fucking out of danger. I mean, you'd think that would just be common sense, but apparently not. According to Major Dennis Runyon, who is a base dentist who believes that his two daughters were molested when they were in the center, he said, quote, a lot of people are asking a lot of questions. Out of questions come rumors and rumors escalate. They wanted to have a town hall meeting to stop rumors, to get some real information out to parents, and especially those parents who figured their kid could have been molested or raped at this care center. Apparently, the allegations began last November, and that's 1986, when Captain Michael and Joyce Tobin's three-year-old son complained about being molested. In an interview, Joyce Tobin, who is a nurse, said she examined her son but could not find evidence of such an attack. After he complained a second time, she found marks and reported it to the authorities. Gary Hambright, who's 33 years old at the time, worked as one of the 40 adults at the daycare center from June 1985 until November 1986. He was put under investigation after the allegations came to light. Hambright, by his attorney as an ordained Baptist minister, was indicted in December of 86. U.S. District Judge William Schwarzer ruled the statements by Joyce Toybin the boy's doctor, and a nurse regarding the alleged molestation constituted hearsay evidence and could not be used in court. He also described that the boy was not competent to testify, so prosecutors were forced to drop the charges against Hambright. The investigation into Hambright continued, though. The FBI obtained a search warrant to test that fucking pervert for chlamydia. The test did show that he was not carrying the disease. Now, that really doesn't mean much because you fucking take a course of antibiotics and you can get rid of it. So, I mean, it's not like they fucking checked his DNA and that shit's floating around. He could have taken a two-week course of antibiotics and no one would ever know. Apparently, there was some kind of like atmosphere of fear on that base. Joyce Tobin, the mother of the three-year-old I just told you about, said she believes that the wives of some of the enlisted men fear that their speaking up about their children being molested may damage their husband's career. Like, what, bitch? You're fucking worried about this fool's career and not, like, literal sexual abuse of your child? Fucking terrible, terrible mom. Terrible human. Fuck you. Tobin went on to say, we want the children who were molested taken care of, and you can't take care of them if you don't know who they are. So the Tobins... Runyons and three other couples sent letters in April of 86 to other parents who had children at the center, saying that 37 youngsters had been identified by authorities as suspected victims. Runyon said, quote, it's the perfect crime. You're dealing with young kids who do not make competent witnesses to testify. What they say to their parents can't be used in court. You don't want to taint these kids' testimony by discussing it. So it's difficult to spread the word. And that's exactly what fucking pervert pedophiles are banking on when they attack children like this. There was a lot of soldiers that were absolutely shocked by these allegations. 
One was Captain Larry Adams Thompson, who was a chaplain, and he said he put in a transfer to Hawaii and wants to get the fuck out of Dodge. He actually suspected his daughter was molested at that child care center. He says you get to the point where you just don't trust anyone to take care of your kid. And little side note here, spoiler alert, no one was ever convicted. These fucking perverts, as per usual, are just allowed to rape, molest, and damage children, give them fucking diseases, and get away scot-free. Welcome to the American justice system. Now I need to send out a little PSA and hopefully it gets far and wide. Now, if fucking Trump does get arrested tomorrow, stay your asses at home. Don't go fucking protesting because it's most likely a trap. It's, yeah, it's all bad. It's, you know, another fucking distraction because literally the whole financial system is collapsing before our eyes. So it's like, cue the Trump arrest. But yeah, stay your asses at home and don't get involved in any protests or stupid shit out on the streets. You're welcome. Moving on to Bill Gates' evil news, seven children have been paralyzed by the polio virus derived from the new Gates-funded polio vaccine. And of course, their children from poverty-stricken places like the Democratic Republic of the Congo and Burundi. So yeah, Bill Gates is up to his usual fucking tricks, paralyzing, killing, maiming children. But let's let this fool jet all over the world and kill people, sterilize people, paralyze people. Motherfucker needs to be stopped. While we're on the subject of Bill Gates' evil, I found this post by an account called At End Wokeness. Check this shit out. NPR took $24.6 million from Bill Gates Foundation. The Guardian took $12.9 million from him. NBC took $4.3 million from Bill Gates. The BBC took $3.6 million from the Bill Gates Foundation. And CNN took in $3.6 million from the Bill Gates Foundation. And you wonder why this guy rarely ever gets negative press in the mainstream media. This is fucking why. Money. The mainstream media is bought. All right, guys, that is about it for the fucking clown world bullshit this week. I'm going to leave the episode on a positive fucking note. Check this shit out. Me and Garrett got tickets to the Aftershock Festival this year. And the headliner of the night we're going, Pantera. No shit, Phil and Salmo, Rex. They're going to be there. I've seen them hella times back in the day. But as you may not know or know, I don't know if there's fucking metal people out there. Dimebag Daryl, who was like the guitarist for Pantera, was literally murdered on stage. There's a straight up fucking video of it. It's disturbing as fuck. Some psychopath just comes into this club, gets on stage, fucking blows Dimebag Daryl's brains out. He ended up killing a bunch of other people and a cop came with a shotgun and blew that motherfucker's head off. But yeah, Pantera has not toured in over a decade. So that is going to be what's up. So I'm very excited to do that whole thing. Um, the only problem, I'm not like a festival type person. I fucking hate when there's hella people around everywhere. Fucking drinks are like $20. Fucking just lines everywhere. Not to mention it's going to be in Sacramento, like at the end of summer, beginning of autumn. So it's going to be about 453 degrees, but totally worth it to see Pantera. We have now reached the point of the podcast where I have to say what's up to our top three downloading states. 
We still have Wyoming in the lead. California's catching up. And Texas is in the third spot. Ohio's actually still hanging in there, too. So that's what's up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I 100% appreciate it all. And if you have a rabbit hole I need to check out, or you want a document or a link to any of the things I talk about, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or head over to Reddit and check out my sub. It's r slash vanishedinthevalley. As far as our international peeps, we have the UK, Canada, Australia, and the Netherlands. That's what's up, you guys. Fucking hit me up on Instagram if you want. It's at vanishedathena. Good fucking luck. I'm... I've gotten so many no-no bad girls the last few days, I don't know how long my account will be up, but try it if you'd like. So until next week, everyone, be aware, and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.